Welcome back to another episode of Have a Dope Day. I'm your host, Gabriel Lopez, also known as GS Automatic on Instagram. Today I'm here with a good friend, Erst the Muralist. Erst is an aerosol artist. We're going to get into what he does. And we also have Mario Lopez popping in on the boards, and he'll be speaking a bit about Erst's journey as well. Yeah. yeah. So what's up, E? How you doing? Oh, man. I'm uh, doing good, man. I appreciate you for having me on the show, brother. Get a little bit closer. Mm-hmm. Get, let me get you. Yeah, yeah, like right, this, right, right there. Here. Yeah, let's get that usher like, <laughs> like right here, right here, right here, right. Yeah, close. Yeah. But yeah. All right. <clears throat> so where does art start for you? Uh, man, our, I would say art really started for me like elementary school graffiti. I fell in love with that. That was my thing. How'd you <clears throat> How'd you notice graffiti? Like, where'd you see it at? Did oh you see man, it? I had a neighbor that he used to tag and he showed me his uh, sketchbook and stuff. So we ended up battling like that. Like in his sketchbook, he taught me a lot. When he when he taught you a lot, what do you mean? What did he teach you? Like how to put the letters together, yeah. all that stuff. You know how to make them look like they three dimensional, yeah. And all that stuff transferred over from like drawing and portraits and stuff too. Like, yeah, it definitely does. I've said that uh, the graph writers are like the advanced class, yeah, in art because you could put together the three D without yeah. actually really thinking about it. Yeah, once you learn, like when I learned it, it was like a little dot with little sun rays coming yeah. off of it. Like that was how you learned where sun came and didn't, you know. Yeah, they got the ruler and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so you get an education from him outside of school. What about what about art in school? Were you ever like plugged into <laughs> the curriculum or? Oh yeah, the whole time. Like uh, um, in uh, middle school at Kit Carson, I took an art class. Okay, that was really dope. I learned a lot of basics like complementary colors and you know how to mix the colors. Yeah, and then in high school, I also took a, a, a art class. And uh, that's actually where I got my first mural, though, yeah, West Campus High School. Oh, you did it at the high school? Yeah, I did it at the oh, high school my tight. senior year. It was dope. What? So what like, was it? You remember what it was? Yeah, it said Warriors across the front. You know, oh, okay. And, and I, made it, I made it like it was a brick wall. Yeah, yeah. And it was just tagged out Warriors across the front. Legible, of course. Yeah, you know? yeah. That's fire. Wait, after you did that mural, were you like the cool kid on campus? Oh, uh, man, yeah. I was on my way out after yeah. that. So, you know, I didn't really get to experience Basking it. the glory. But, yeah. yeah. So but, where, where's, where's the high school located at? Where? Uh, just on the side of Stockton down there um, by uh, in Colonial Heights neighborhood. Okay. So you grew up out here though? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Real close. Uh, have you lived out here your whole life? Uh, yeah. After third grade, I've been out here. Oh, where were you before third grade? Country. I'm from Madera. I was okay. born in Madera, California. Yeah. But third grade, you might as well be yeah, from out here. For real. Yeah. I'm a Madera rep don't count. Yeah. Madera you know? don't count. Okay. So. You do the whole thing in high school. Like a lot of us, you got exposed to graph by real writers. And uh, what happens after high school? What do you decide to do with your time? Uh, man, uh, everything just kind of got real, you know, like I didn't see art as a as a way to make a living for myself. So I went to college for I wanted to be a firefighter and stuff like that. And then I spent like a year out there and they ended up coming back and just going to work, working for a catering company in downtown Sac. What did you do for the catering company? Started off as a delivery driver and then I was a, then I became like delivery lead, like delivery team manager Ooh, and stuff. Moving up the ladder. And then actually I started off as a dishwasher, my bad. And then, um, yep. And then worked, I feel like I kind of capped and yeah. then I kind of had to move on. And what'd you move on to? I just started paying full time, man. Like I just knew I needed to get up. So I built a wall. I built a wall and just started throwing up murals. All right. 
damn Oak Park, bro. Someone out there with a crowbar. Um, so did you, was there a smooth transition from catering into art or were there certain circumstances that put you from catering into art? Oh yeah. The, the, the whole COVID situation shut the whole catering thing down. Like work became super slow. All right. So tell me about, there was a time before there was an official lockdown. You all experienced it. Let's say like the week or the two weeks before that. What was it like in the catering business or where you worked at? What was the vibe? What was the talk like? How were you feeling like? Actually, I was in a perfect environment, man. My uh, The boss, he came in there and he like, he like found a way to incorporate everybody into like the business side of everything. Okay. And we would like try and figure it out month to month. Like, how yeah. are we going to do this? So like that experience was dope. And, um, but other than that, it was like super slow around the shop. We didn't have yeah. any caterings to go to. Nobody was... Nobody was setting up events for more than six people. You know, yeah. it's ugly. So when you say he incorporated you on the business side, what exactly does that mean for your day-to-day tasks? Like, what did you do different? Like every every day we would spend an hour in front of the whiteboard and we would talk about, oh. yeah, he, he wrote it all out. Like what we spent on paper, what we spent yeah. on gas, all that. And uh, we would just go over it and we talk about ways we can improve it or ways that, ways we could pretty much stay open, you know? And did you have any of that knowledge before? He, mm-hmm. he ran those courses with you? I mean, I've seen it before, but yeah. like, nah, not as far as like being involved in the process. Yeah. Nah, that was the first time. Okay. So the reason why I ask, cause that sounds a lot like pricing a job, mm-hmm. like pricing a mural job. Exactly. <clears throat> and that's valuable information. You can either learn the hard way mm-hmm. or someone can give you the game for, cause the hard way sucks, bro. Yeah, <laughs> when I you mean- do it cheap <laughs> and then you just learn by bumping your head. Oh man, I know. So, yeah. so tell me, okay. So the whole country closes. We'll call it a Friday. Catering stops on a Friday. What happens on that Monday when it's time to go back to work or you know you should go back to work, but the catering thing is no longer there? What's that like? Uh, man, it's just do or die time, man. Like, well, really, I was super excited because I had an opportunity to do the stuff that I really wanted to do. And I was able to save up some money okay. from working there for so, so long. So you had a little cushion. So I had a little cushion. Okay. And then I just really pretty much spent all that on paint, you know, and just <laughs> kept going, kept yeah. going until I got a shot. And so how did you go from, cause that's an idea. You wake up on Monday, you got the idea of what you want to do. How'd you put it into practice? Like how do people find out about you? How'd you find out what services you wanted to offer? Like, how'd you go about building that part of it? Um, I just pretty much, um, I would say, I, um, I, well, I, I took a graffiti mindset about it. Just, I got to get up. I posted everywhere, Instagram, yeah. TikTok, yeah. Facebook, YouTube. Um, but, um, I think the main thing was that I, I stepped out the box and I painted my fence and, uh, uh, yeah, like when I bought, when I got a home in uh, Stockton, yeah, I painted my fence and posted it on the next store app and people went crazy. And then all of a sudden I was busy. And I imagine you just painted your fence cause you had all this paint and now you have all this time <laughs> and you're just like, fuck it, I'm gonna go for it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. My landscaper actually brought it up to me. He saw me painting every day in my garage. Really? And he was like, no, you should paint the fence. And I was like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And then I painted it and then everything worked out. Landscaper Mexican dude? Yeah. Mexican yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The good idea. You always got to listen to the older Mexican yeah, He got the good idea. <laughs> okay. So you put it on uh, the app and then. Nobody hit you up. A bunch of people hit you up. Like what happens? It What's- was a bunch of people like, oh, this is beautiful. This is great. Can like you comments? This? Yeah, comments. Okay. Can you do this for my fence? It's great. Yeah, you know? yeah. And then I would uh, 
And obviously I'll set up an estimate yeah, and time yeah. I can go see it. And some of them work out. The majority of them don't, you know, yeah. how it goes. And you took that information that you learned from the catering boss over to the fence oh, jobs. Yeah, definitely. Because when I was in catering, I would work with the customers a lot. I was a delivery driver, so I'd be on site. Okay. If anything was wrong, I had to communicate. So you learned customer service. So I learned customer service real uh -huh. easy. And uh, yeah. So like we're talking to people in their backyards where they're comfortable. Yeah. It made me feel comfortable in the fact that I could do the job and everything. So. And what was your first fence gig? Do you remember it? Yeah. Yeah. Katie. Shout out Katie. Thank you, Katie. <laughs> Katie. You kicked the whole door in open front. <laughs> yeah. Good look. Good looking So out, what Katie. does she want on her fence? She just wanted some flowers. You know? Okay. She just wanted some flowers. And I see one thing that I saw from you that I, that I realized was a little bit rare only because like, not everybody understands the longevity of paint and preparation. Mm -hmm. So you prep a lot of the surfaces you paint. Definitely. What even made you want to do that? Like, how'd you find out that was important? Uh, man, going, going to people's houses and seeing like how terrible the paint job was prior. Yeah. yeah. Like the paint would be chipping. Even the structure of the fence would be off, you know? Yeah. So like, you know, you take some prep. Sometimes you got to replace some boards. You got to yeah. pressure wash it to get all that bad paint off. And then go over the top. Seeing like a lot of the paint jobs we did, like in the streets and stuff, are on hundreds of layers of paint. Mm -hmm. And so there's times you can walk up to a peel it right, mm -hmm. and it'll be like, like a stack. It look like an oak tree of spray paint, yeah. <laughs> just stacks and stacks of layers. So when I seen you do that, that that made me look at you like you were legitimate, because you understood you're doing a craft, not just putting spray paint on a fence. Mm -hmm. And these people pay you for this. That's going to get the most out of their money. Exactly. Because yeah. it lasts the longest. What kind of paint do you like to use? Uh, I use a paint primer. I always use paint primer, even like from pretty much all my background. Yeah. And um, yeah. And then also I'll, I'll, and then also like the 94s, hardcores, I use all the spray paint. So you put a layer of latex paint down first? Nah, latex. Latex would mess you up. You can't use latex. Yeah. Not on the, uh, not on the wooden fences. So what do you put down then? What are you talking about paint primer? Paint primer, uh, the bare paint, it's acrylic. Oh, okay. It's acrylic, but um, it's just paint primer mixed together already. So you could uh, you could really mix your colors in right there. Like that was another thing I learned right there. So you put your two previous life experiences from art and a little bit of the business side mm -hmm. together and did a fence. What happened after that fence? Oh, uh, man. What happened after the fence is just like seeing what ways I can contribute to the game. Yeah. Uh, did man. you do more fences? Oh, of course. Yeah, I did more fences. Like how many more fences? <laughs> like 20, 30 more fences. <laughs> did you ever get tired of doing fences? <laughs> I mean, you know, nah, nah. Nah. nah, nah. You know what? It, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Nah, because what it was is just like when I realized after like two years of doing this, I realized that the people that's really finding success in it, they're not doing it for the money. But no, they're yeah, not. Yeah, it's, like, a, it's a people. It's a relationship exactly. with the people. Yeah. So one thing I was thinking about too, I seen it and I was like, is this like his, his grandma's fence or like, what did he smack? Cause I didn't know you, right? I yeah. just saw you online. And like, I seen you paint the garage a bunch of times mm -hmm. and I seen you do something else. And I was just like, well, that's tight. But like, what's the deal with these fences? That's a good idea. Like good <laughs> for him. Once I realized it was different people's fences, mm -hmm. I was like, oh shit. Like you're locking in with these people. How many days does it take to paint the fence, to paint a fence? Oh man, like a longer fence, like three days. Okay, so you're, so you're coming back and forth, spending hours. Oh yeah, like, yeah. Like these people are probably feeding you, giving you drinks. Oh yeah, it's beautiful, yeah, man. Yeah, you become part it. of the family for a minute. Mm -hmm. This is great, man. It's a beautiful experience, spending yeah. time with them. And do, do they bring you the concept or do you come with the concept or do they just tell you like, look, we want something like this, you draw it up. What's usually been your experience with the process? 
Uh, the majority of the time, they know what they want. You okay. Know what I mean? But every now and then, you get somebody that doesn't, and yeah. then you could you get the creative, the creative input, which is always the best part. Yeah, and there's uh, <clears throat> it always seems like once you start putting stuff down, color, shapes. <laughs> Makes you want to do a little something else. Yeah. Inspires you to go a little something else. Put a little more of that green there. A little more of that blue in there. Mm-hmm. No, that's fire. And then, so, you do the fences for two straight years? Yep. Just fences? Just fences. Well, I was taking anything I got. Yeah, Just yeah, fences yeah. were the main thing. Like, I got a couple murals in uh, in L.A. and Vallejo. Okay. But, um, yeah, for the most part, it was just fences. And is that paying the bills? Are you staying afloat with that? Yeah, that was that's how I was able to do it. Okay, that's fire. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's still, fences are still a thing. Yeah. No, that's tight. That's like a, a lot of people stray away from what they start out with, yeah. you know, because they feel like they've outgrown like it. Like I've outgrown it. But, yeah, yeah. But um, no, nah, I think um, I think the next step of that is like trying to incorporate other artists and uh, trying to, yeah, we'll try get to, to spread that. the love of that. Yeah, yeah, we'll get to that. I seen that. That okay. was another thing I was just like, yo, that's fire. Mm-hmm. So did the prices go up as you did the fences because you learned preparation and, and all these other things? You account for time. Definitely, man. Like uh, Katie's fence, bro. Like I, I gave Katie's fence for free. You know, yeah. I wasn't. I'm just like trying to get up. Yeah. And then it just uh, started progressing after that. After I got more comfortable. Yeah, yeah. Understood what the job was. Exactly. Like yeah. I know what it was actually worth. Yeah. See, that's one thing too that we do as artists. Like in the beginning, no, don't nobody tell you that when you go to sell something as an artist, it's almost uncomfortable because you don't have any experience with it mm-hmm. or you, or you, you just don't think it's worth that much or you might be afraid of, yo, this person might tell me I'm crazy because it's, it only cost me this much. This is now, yeah. but that's not really how you look at art, how you pay, yeah. uh, price art. And they're like, Oh, it's just the cost of paint. It's yeah. like 50 bucks for a can yeah. of paint. Like, no, it's way more than yeah, that. Yeah. I'm gonna be here for three days in the heat. Yeah, bro. It's hot back out here. Back, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and the paint messes you up too. Mm-hmm. Paint, spray paint is no joke. It's dude. no joke. My skin was breaking yeah. out. I had to use like all kinds of extra stuff, cover up in the heat. Yeah. It got bad, but mm-hmm. so did you see uh did you see like your social media falling growing for this or was it kind of just staying stagnant? Like what's happening on the internet as you're posting content and making these fences happen? Um I said I see the Instagram and the TikTok grow a little bit, you know, definitely. Um, but the main thing with that was just staying consistent. Yeah, staying consistent. And making sure I just wanted everyone to see it. You know, I yeah. wanted everyone to see it. So that was the main thing. See, and you had mentioned something to me about TikTok that I didn't know. I still don't I have an account, but mm-hmm. I don't post anything. Yeah, I, don't, post. I just look at stuff. But uh, remind me what you said, t- what the differences was between Instagram and TikTok. Uh, yeah. So like um, the difference between uh, Instagram and TikTok is like you ever post something on Instagram and wonder why nobody sees it. Yeah. You know, like TikTok is um, it's uh, what is it? It's like interest based. You okay. know what I mean? So it's all about showing you what the things that you like, the things that you might heart. Yeah, yeah. So the people that are actually seeing your stuff might actually like your stuff. They're already your audience. They're already your audience. Yeah, yeah exactly. that's fine. As opposed to Instagram, which. Just the people you follow. Yeah, just the people you follow. And then sometimes they don't even get to see your work. Oh, that's man. wild, huh? Yeah, it's a trip. It's a trip. So I have two accounts on there and there'll, there'll be times where like I'll look at the main account and it just won't have any notifications. I'll be like, whatever. Then there'll be like something on the other account. I'll go check that out. And then it'll tell me, oh, there's all these notifications mm-hmm. on the first account. And I'm like, what the hell is going on with this shit? Huh. Like I stopped trying to figure out the internet, bro. Yeah. Or I like, just, or like <laughs> somebody you're close to is like, oh, bro, that piece yeah. is sick. And you're like, I posted that like two weeks ago. Like, yeah, it's crazy. 
Yeah, I stopped trying to figure that shit out. Mm-hmm. The real energy in art comes from the people. Yeah. Either people seeing it, interacting with other artists, or just creating yourselves, you know? Because, like, no matter how many followers you have, bro, if you can't if you can't make money as an artist, bro, you can't survive. Yeah, what's the period. point of it? Yeah. Period. <clears throat> so, there's a, a move that happens here, or an event, that really pushes you to the next level. Am I correct in saying that? Mm-hmm. With the beer can. Oh, yeah. We are Sacramento. Okay. I'm going to pivot to Mario mm-hmm. and ask Mario, what was it that you saw that made you consider Earth for this, for the beer can? So, um, so for me, I was at the time when I, when I saw Earth, I was looking for someone else for the beer can, right? Yeah. <laughs> Um, and a lot of the times I don't like building a report with the person before I meet them. Yeah. Because then it ruins the experience of actually engaging with the person yeah. while I'm photographing. Right. So it's a very random reach. It's a very like, hey, would you, would you like to be a part of this? And then usually it's kind of like, wait, what? Yeah. And then I kind of explain a little bit, but I was looking for an artist. I was looking for some someone that did art, yeah. does art, because that's kind of like the push that I'm trying to make in general with what we do. And so when I, his stuff just randomly popped up in my For You page or like the, you know, how, you. you know, like the Instagram gives you like uh, what they think you're looking for. Yeah, so yeah. when I was looking on my on Discovery page. Yeah, just go, okay. So on the We Are Sacramento one, it's usually a lot of art, yeah. a lot of like music, a lot of things like that, or even other podcasts, right? So yeah. it, it it suggests all these things. And then this dude popped up. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, let me check him out. And I was like, oh, and then I hit him up the same day. You know what I mean? And I think it was not, it, it wasn't in the, in, the, in the sense of like, oh, I just needed to find someone. It was more of like, okay, it, it happens how it's supposed to happen. Yeah. And then I kind of dug into the, into the, the Instagram, his Instagram yeah. per se. And I, and I, I reached out to him like, Hey, and the talent was there. Like all yeah, the definitely. stuff was great. Everything was great. In regards to the talent, I just, I just had to meet the dude, you yeah. know what I mean? So then I hit him up and I was like, Hey, this is what we're doing. And this, I would love for you to be a part of it. Showed up to his house, photographed him, you know, just, you know, looked at his fans. He painted like, Faces, you have faces of yourself, different <laughs> versions of his face on the fans. I was like, okay. That's real art. Either, either, either this dude kills people or he really loves art. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, uh, but, you know, that's just how it goes. You know what I mean? And so, and so at the end of the day, I think that's why I reached out to him and I, and I realized I was like, okay, this is a good move. Yeah. You know, cause he's good folks. You yeah. know what I mean? And we had a great conversation, a great everything. And also kind of the other thing too was like what I recognized about Earth was that, you know, he was a good a good guy, a good kid, you know what I'm saying? And I say kid not to be disrespectful, but just because I'm not because you're old because I'm fucking forty-three, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> so um and so I think that was the that was the level of of conversation that we had, got to know him a little bit more once I photographed and I, and for me that's what that's what that was. Is yeah. Is, and that's what the beer can is, like projecting people's talents yeah. where they otherwise wouldn't, you know what yeah. I mean? Because with with art, sometimes you have to create something to get credit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Here, it was just like getting to know the person behind the art 
and you don't have to do anything else but be yourself. You know, unfortunately, when it comes to the creative arts or any art in general is that or any form is that you have to create something to get dividends out of it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I think that's what that's what I what me personally is art is trying to teach, you know, other artists and other other people that that want to monetize their art is that you have got to do other things outside of art, mm. like connecting with people, yeah. you know, like connecting with your clients, not only the personable things, but just deep into like almost becoming friends with these people, Yeah. but also creating the boundaries. So it was like, Oh, well you still got to pay me though. Yeah. You know, cause I got to make a living, you know, and yeah, that's yeah. a hard one because when people think you become friends, they, they think you can get shit for free done or whatever. And that's just not the case because everyone has to be self-sustainable. So I think the, the lesson here, what we are Sacramento hopes provided for us is, is a level of understanding that you have to be able to be multifaceted to be able to stay doing what you want to do yeah. at the end of the day. So that was mainly for me, you know, the, the talent was there, seemed like a, like a good kid. So I reached out to him. I was like, Hey man, do you want to be a part of this? Random was fucked too. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like, well, this is a strange <laughs> dude coming to my house, photographed them. The photos were tight. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, you know, and he's on a beer can forever. You know what I mean? It's is is there as is is part of your resume, and I hope it worked out in the way that it should. So, no, we appreciate you because that that one move. What did that do for you? Oh man, that that one that one move it made me it made me more official. You know, okay, it made me more. They see me on the beer can, people. People like, oh man, he probably did something. You know, yeah. like, what is this guy up to? They take you seriously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wear the We Are Sacramento shirt. You know, it's good. So he's, he mentioned something that was, I didn't even realize I wanted to touch on until he mentioned it. He talked about boundaries with clients mm -hmm. and with, with people who are uh, fans. There's a point to where like you, you make stuff, people enjoy it. They share it. It's cool. But then like people will comment on it. People might even hit you in the DMs like, yo, this is tight. You respond back. And then like they do kind of get, sometimes people take it a little bit further, like a little more personal. And that's cool. Sometimes you meet cool people out of sharing your art and it's dope. But then there's also times where people want, Hey, can we talk about a job? And you're like, yeah, sure. And it turns into like, well, I want this, 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 and this. And, and in your head, you're just like, dope. This is, this is going to add up to this much money. You give the dude the price and he's like, well, what about 200? And you're just <laughs> like, bro, I can't even get off the couch for 200. Exactly, like, right. Have you experienced that? Oh yeah, man. Uh, that happens quite a lot, man. A lot of, a lot of people that want murals, they yeah. don't, they don't value the art or the yeah. artist. So. Okay. There you go. They don't value the artist. Yeah, there you go. So how has that, how do you navigate that personally? I uh, mean, you just gotta be okay with, you gotta, uh, for me, what the best thing was just having a base price. Like okay, I, I'm not go. gonna do anything yeah. less than this. And, um, if it doesn't work out, it doesn't work out. You know, you got to be okay with walking away because if you undervalue yourself, you'll be continue to be undervalued. See, that's been a hard thing for me to learn too. Even recently, I'm oh. just like, bro, I'm over, I'm over these paintings. I'm going to price them for this much. I feel you, man. You know, and I had to get educated on the purpose of pricing and, you know, all everything. <laughs> but yeah, I would say like first starting out is like when you really got to be real with yourself. Yeah. Like, like, would you pay you for a painting? You know? yeah, 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 yeah. That's tight. Would <laughs> but, you pay you for a painting? But then, like, yeah. But after that, you know, name your price. Right after you establish yourself, after you've proven, you've been battle tested, name your price. So how does it go? How was it? Let's backtrack a little bit. You open up the message from We Are Sacramento on Instagram. What did you think? <laughs> I was like, I was like, who is this dude? Yeah. 
Is this a scam? Because Mario's base is on, on We Are Sacramento. It's everybody oh, yeah. else's. Yeah. It's like, this has got to be a scam. He's going to ask you for my cash app. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, no, you know, I don't have anything to lose. This is what I wanted anyway. Exposure. Yeah. Why not? So I responded back and invited him to my home. And dude was dope. Dude came, took photos, some best photos I had in a minute. You know, it was yeah. good. So how was that getting all that attention when it came out? I was, was, was that a trip? Yeah, it was, it? it was lovely. Like when the when the beer dropped and everything, they had the event. Yeah, yeah. It was lit. That's tight. <laughs> it was lit. Yeah, I just embraced it, and then and now you know it's, everything's great. You know, I go to the what is it a uh, what is it the co-op? I go to the co-op, and sometimes I'll grab a case of beer out or yeah, whatever. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty dope. And see, if that was me, I'd be like, I'd be hella weird about it. Like, yo, just I'm gonna buy this beer and I'll turn it for my faces, and I'll just be like, here you go. They're just like, wait, this is i'll be weird with it uh, yeah yeah no, i don't funny. even drink beer no nah. anyways oh, that's good though. yeah so you so that all that happens do you see a change in business after the exposure definitely definitely uh yeah definitely i feel more comfortable i feel more comfortable saying oh, okay. my price okay and just standing by it you know yeah. what i mean and um it's gave awesome. me more confidence it gave me more confidence okay it gave the people more confidence in me. Yeah, you definitely. Know what I mean? does. Oh, like if we are Sacramento. Yeah, backed them. Backed them. Yeah. Oh, I could back them. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, and then also return customers and stuff. That's big. You yeah, know, developing a relationship with the customers while you're there. Yeah, it definitely is, and I think that's the part that a lot of us forget is like, say somebody spends four hundred dollars, three hundred dollars on a piece with you. Mm-hmm. It, it's it's weird because it's almost not a super big deal to receive 400, mm-hmm. but it is a big deal to give 400. <laughs> like, I don't know why that is it's like especially that for art, for too. art too. Yeah. It's just going to sit there. But like, that's, that's love, dude. Mm-hmm. Like that's a whole nother level of respect when somebody gives you that for your piece. And you're just like, dude, they're like, that's more support than a friend would give. That's like, that's love. That's love. That's yeah. Love. Yeah. And I'm like, um, like you go and paint dudes fence and you're like, okay, this dude would never need me again. Yeah. But like that guy, he, he probably owns a bar, you know. Yeah, yeah. He owns a business. He might need a mural there. Yeah. So, you know, treat everybody. That and just be a good human. You wanna, you wanna hear the text? The first, yes, the first text. I found it. The first text. He's like, "What are you gonna say?" (laughs) (laughs) So this is this is what this is how I approach a very random, very me. I said, "Hey, hello. My name is Mario, creator of We Are Sacramento. I'm assuming that you are local because I had seen you know your stuff, right?" Mm -hmm. He goes, "Hey, Mario." He says, "Yeah." Hey, Mario. Yep. Sacramento is my hometown. I said, dope. I would like to extend an invitation to be a part of our We Are Sacramento photo essay. Uh, The photos are, um, damn, I misspelled that. Wow. Um, We'll also be a part of a label for the next batch of our Sacramento beer. Uh, We Are Sacramento beer. And then I sent sent you the the samples. Yeah. Yeah. I love what it it was going to be. And, you know, it sounds dope. Love to. And then that's when, then we set up the the shoot so yeah. it was it's very random and most people are usually like what the fuck is going on <laughs> well what did you think yeah. when you pulled up to his house yeah, how was that Were you not just a damn like, thing because like, usually because photography i don't see when people say i do photography i get offended because i don't do photography i am a yeah. photographer yeah. that that is my job so when i pull up to a place i am confident because this is my job so every photo job that i do is usually for strangers yeah. So if I walk in there with the tail, tail between my legs, Timid, yeah. the photos aren't going to be good. Yeah. You know what I mean? I don't, there's no fill out process. It's, I got to shoot. I got to do deliver. my thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And then that's that. Yeah. So what was the, uh, while well, I still got you on the mic, what was the response 
from your existing audience Torters. So the, I think the dope thing was at least for me, what I've got, what I've gotten back when I posted the pictures of, of, of the people and then Urs, one of them was like, this one lady has said, I don't know what it is, but whenever I look at the pictures, this just looks like Sacramento. Like Ooh, the moment they see it, that's fine. they go, oh, this is Sacramento. Damn. Because it's a very, it comes from like a, like even his was like the one that I posted that's actually on the beer can yeah. is actually when he was done painting. Yeah. Mm. And so it was more of like we were just shooting the breeze at that point. I just kept shooting. So usually the candid ones, those are the ones that make it in. You know what yeah. I mean? Because they turn out to be the best because you have an honest opinion, an honest reaction to, yeah. to what's being said in the conversation. So a lot of the times with the one with his was like, man, this just looks like a good moment. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it's like do, yeah. they all do, right? Yeah. Because people think you got to look a certain way when you post for a picture. No, sometimes you just got to be yourself. That's the whole point of it. Because the beauty about photography is that, you know, if we go into like a little rant is that, that moment is gone. It'll never happen ever again. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we're constantly looking at each other in the past. Like the moment, like right now we're talking, that moment is gone mm-hmm. right yeah. now. Mm-hmm. We'll never be that person ever again. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that's the beauty of photography. And I think that's what people recognize. Uh, and I've gotten a lot. There's certain people that people go like them, like Mike's picture. Yeah. It's, that's one of, that's one of the favorite ones for people. Mm-hmm. Right. Then I get, I've gotten a lot of one from Urs. <laughs> Um, uh, him too, Woody over there. You know what I'm saying? And it's it's just like because people feel like they almost feel like they know the person. Yeah. And so that's that's the that's the beauty. So the reception was always good. The other part that people kind of put out is that there's it's generational. There's older people. There's yeah. younger people. There's intermediate people. Like there's there's everyone that's is there. Yeah. A lot of the times when you look at all these other brands that I will not you know, mm-hmm. bless them with saying their name yeah. on any platform is that everyone looks the same. Everyone's the same age and they're all popular as fuck. They're polished and popular. Yeah. yeah. Like they, that's what they want. That's what they do. Yeah. And that's the beauty of like just photographing people in their real moment mm-hmm. in themselves is that everyone's going to be extremely different. You know what I mean? Yeah. Age, color, belief. But at the end of the day, there's a connection. The connection that matters. Yeah. Right. Not something like, oh, you know, we like to go party. Cool. It's not that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's bigger than that. So that's, that was the, yeah. What did your family think, Urs, when you came home with a bunch of beer that had you on it? <laughs> I mean, well, they loved it. My mom, she doesn't drink. So like, but still, I gave her- she, she's got one somewhere right oh, yeah, now yeah, on yeah. display in her house yes. with your face turned. <laughs> yeah, I know she does. She's got yeah, one somewhere. Yeah, it's probably yeah. in glass too. Oh, uh, yeah. She got it up, put up. You know, I got her whole case. She loved it. Yeah. She took the other two out, put the other two. That's in. what I'm saying. <laughs> Facing it's like all Earth's everything. <laughs> all Earth's everything. Yeah, that's moms, and all my brothers got one. And then, you know, and then I keep on getting one. Like I'm not gonna drink it. You know, yeah. I'm put it up, but I always end up drinking it and get another one. You know, that's crazy. Because <laughs> I just like it so much. But um, yeah, I would like to add to that though the fact that um, he came to my house. Let's get you a little bit closer. Uh, yeah, the fact that he came to the house and he took pictures with me, just like, and I didn't ask her, like, volunteer yeah, yeah. to be a part of this. Yeah. He just like, it was me being me. Yeah. And it was, that was, that was the fun part about it. He came in with the jokes. Yeah, yeah. It was dope. It was lit. 
So I like the part where you said that number one, mom's got it. She got three of them and they're all <laughs> facing. Anyway, uh, but also too, like people take you more seriously, mm-hmm. right? Clients, Clients take yeah. you more serious because now you come in with legitimacy mm-hmm. or what they perceive to be legitimacy. Exactly. Because like a lot of people, art's weird, bro. Sometimes your work doesn't even have to be good. They just want you because you're popular. Popular, is it? Yeah. You, you tied in with the right organization. Yeah. yeah so what happened? Did you start getting like anything weird? Maybe bigger companies hit you up about doing a mural, but the price wasn't right. You don't got to say any names, but was there anything negative after the beer drop that you knew was a result of the beer drop? Um, <clears throat> no, I wouldn't say anything negative. Good. No, I wouldn't say anything negative happened from no, not, not even a little bit. Like Good. Yeah, people I used to went, went to go to school with, they'd be hitting me up. Oh, you're on the beer can? Yeah, that's tight. Yeah, that's tight. <laughs> Your picture's in here at Oak Park Brewery, bro. What'd you do? Yeah, you know? yeah that's tight. I was like, bro, I've just been painting, you know? So where does the uh, commercial murals come in at after the private fences and stuff? Yeah, after the private fences, I've just been posting everywhere. But like I said, like, uh, you paint somebody's fence today. Yeah. They own a bar. They yeah. know somebody that owns a church, stuff like that. How I ended up with the mural in Los Angeles was okay. I... I had offered to give a free mural. Yeah. And then uh, the dude, he had, um, dude, he was, he wanted one. You yeah. Know yeah. I mean? He ended up paying for the, you uh, know, paying for the car out there. Yeah. And then I ended up, he ended up paying me for the mural. It was dope. Yeah. It was a commercial mural inside of his building. How do you go about pricing those versus a fence? Cause there's a lot of other obstacles when it comes to like a business or even certain colorways, mm-hmm. certain things like, no, wait, my better question is, can do you do everything on your murals? All the prep, all the paint. I know the answer to it. Don't look at me like that. <laughs> but people listening to you might yeah, not yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. So like, there's no team with you yet. Not nah, at yeah, this there, point. There, there's no team at this moment. But I mean, the most recent commercial mural, I was able yeah. to put. No, I'm talking about after the beer can though. At that moment, there was no team with you. Oh yeah, at that moment before the beer can. Or, yeah. yeah. No, yeah, we're just like, like right after. after the yeah. beer can. Yeah, there was no team. It was just me. Prep, yeah, loading up the car, you yeah, know, painting my whip, you know. Uh, oh yeah, you smacked the whip, yeah, yeah painted the whip. Uh, yes, I prep, come in, paint. You know, if it takes two days, it's me. You know, all me. So you saw an influx of work after the beer can, and that made you work harder. Mm-hmm. Made me work harder, and it, yeah, made me work harder, and it also made me see that it was like a way that I could actually provide for myself. There you go. That's what I wanted you to say. Yeah. Like you got like, more out of it. Yeah. It's like, Oh yeah. snap, I could live like this. Yeah. This is great. Yeah. And that's when it really clicked. Like I'm not doing this for the money. You know, I just yeah. got to take care of the client. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, there's, a, you ever get like, uh, I'll be doing things now and I'm just like, dude, is this really my life? I look around like, when's it going to end? Like, is this, somebody's going to come out and tell me to stop. Like, yeah, like pinch yourself. Yeah, pinch yourself. You ever feel like that? Oh, every day, man. Bro, it's that's fire. It's like, I'll be painting, I'll be sweating and stuff. Yeah. Wipe the sweat. I'm like, this is awesome. Yeah, <laughs> this is tight. Yeah. This is awesome. Yeah. You know, like, and I feel more and more like that, that kid used to spend his summer every, every yeah. summer at his grandmother's house. You know, it's dope. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing like me, I know any day dealing with spray paint, it's a good day, mm-hmm. right? Good day. So all your days are good days. <laughs> yeah. That's fire. So you you keep your own momentum going. You keep doing your own work. It's a it's a it's a lot of work doing it. Let me just for the audience. There's a wake up in the morning. You wake yourself up, right? Mm-hmm. Then you got to load up for the job. Whatever the next step of the job is. Mm-hmm. Uh, what kind? Of, you have a small car. I have a small car. You have a, a small car. Accent. So you throw a ladder in there. 
you throw whatever paint you need for that process in the day in there. Mm -hmm. Then you got to drive to wherever you're going at a reasonable time. Mm -hmm. You know, do you show up to a job? Like what time do you normally show up to a job? I just show up on time. Like whatever time I'm going to show up, tell them I'll be there. I just show up on time. So you're on time. There's no bullshit, no excuses. Mm -hmm. Right. And then you paint all day in the sun. You get the spray paint over spray on you. That shit kicks your ass. Mm -hmm. It does. It makes you tired. It makes you hella tired. And then you got to pack everything up and drive back all sweaty with spray paint on you mm-hmm. in the car. Then the day's still not over. Then the day's still not <laughs> over because you still got to post. You got to edit footage. Mm-hmm. You, so this is a big, big full-time hustle for you. 100, 120%, man. You get home, you got to unload the car, prep for the next job. Yeah, prep for the next you know job. I mean, maybe you got to, maybe that job needs a sketch. You got to spend two hours in front of the computer yeah. trying to sketch something out for him. You know what I mean? It's little stuff like that. And then all you got to stay consistent on Instagram. That yeah, takes time. It does. <laughs> I also seen something that you were doing that I liked. Um, I think you were asking people what they wanted you to tag or they were, they were telling you to tag this and that. How'd mm-hmm. that come about? How the, how the interaction with the audience come about? Oh man, it, it was, it was not a great reaction from the audience. I honestly, I didn't think anybody would respond, but I just post someone on yeah, yeah. TikTok. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think I tagged my name. It was like, if you want your name tagged, yeah, hit me up. Hit me up. Yeah. And then they just kept commenting. And now, now it's like, that's pretty much like my default content. Like if I don't, I'm yeah. not thinking about something. I'm like, oh, let me tag dude's name. Yeah, yeah. No, that's tough. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Anybody ever ask you to tag anything weird? Oh, all the time. You know? Like, what's the weirdest thing you got? Like, I got like raper one time. Whoa. Like, yeah, like they're they're brutal, bro. <laughs> 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 they're brutal, you know. So you definitely gotta uh, sift through the content, you know. This guy, <laughs> raper. I was like, bro, I'm not tagging that. That's <laughs> horrible. <laughs> Trying to get you flagged, yeah, dog. Or they'll get aggressive and they're like, they'll just keep tagging their name. Yeah, yeah. Keep hitting the comments, which is cool though. I love it. Sometimes I get to them. But I enjoy all my you know, all my fans and friends and everything on yeah, TikTok. Yeah, we all do. Dope, it's, it's, dude, we don't it's like. Dope. I just like playing around with them. You make art and people fuck with you for it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. That's crazy. And like, yeah, as a kid, you know, it didn't seem possible. No, it didn't. And like, as a kid, I was a lot more antisocial, closed off, or I had a smaller circle of friends. Mm-hmm. And like a lot of the art kids are like that, mm-hmm. you know, and especially the graph kids, like especially. you turn into like three or four. That's where the crews come from. Mm-hmm. Cause just three or four, like really good solid homies that understand each other turns into a graffiti crew, mm-hmm. you know, and like everybody's into art, whatever. So like for us to now be doing stuff like this and for you, especially to have a big reach and these people respond to you, they fuck with you. They give you their stories. They they buy your work. Like that. How's that adapt? How was it adapting to that? Like emotionally. Uh, what I mean is, is like a lot of people might not be the best at interacting with other people mm-hmm. over the computer or whatever. Oh, like adapting to that. To um, the attention. How was it adapting to the attention? Um, I mean, it was difficult. It's was, it was definitely hard. Even now, it's kind of hard talking it's weird huh? yeah it's different like yeah. just sharing my opinions all the yeah. time and freely sharing with other artists like if i have like oh bro if you try to spray can this might yeah, work yeah. or whatever yeah like um but i feel as though whatever you put out ends up coming back like, it does yeah so definitely does so i don't mind mind sharing my thoughts or anything anymore you know yeah and it's there's a lot of people who try to hide things or project things like mm. the reason why i thought that tagging other people's names was tight is because people don't do that. Mm-hmm. That's not something they do, you know? Maybe now that, that like, the net is out, 
the internet's a thing and it's like buzzing or whatever, but like you would trade sketches with only some people. Exactly. Only your homies. Only your homies would see your sketchbook. So like now that you're opening it up to people, Mm -hmm. I think that's tight. And I also think that's why you and me click when it comes to like the paintings and things, painting outside and stuff with other people. Cause it's like the same idea or not even idea. You see the next need, Mm -hmm. the next move. Exactly. And it's like, that's, that's tight. You know, that's what really made me think like, yo, this dude is different. Did you ever draw portraits on paper? By hand, pencil uh, and stuff. Yeah, yeah. I used to do portraits in art class. You know? So how was it adapting from portraits with traditional supplies to spray paint? To spray paint. Um, it was super difficult, man. Like, it is yeah, very difficult. It's yeah. way different. Like how you formulate everything yep. is 100% different. And because um, the thing with spray paint, like you mess up a blend on a face you pretty much got to start all over. There's six other layers yeah. you have to replicate. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't just go in and try and put that color yeah. in there. You could, yeah, with the brushes, you have a lot of leeway, a lot of, yeah. a lot of opportunity for stuff like that, but not with spray paint. No, there's, there's a, yeah, spray paint can be brutal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's also though, what makes it so dope when somebody can pull mm-hmm. those faces off, when somebody can do large scale stuff yeah. or even just get like, Close. Close. You know, I seen the one with Kobe that you did where he's biting his shirt mm-hmm. and you can see all the wrinkles in the shirt are going the right way. Yeah. They're going up and his face is, his eyes are pointing the right way. You know what I'm saying? Like you got all the legit feel of it. Mm-hmm. Not everybody does that. You see him, <laughs> his shirt will be up, but his eyes will be looking forward. Exactly. And you're like, like How? a whole mural yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, and I always thought that was, that was amazing. Yeah. That's because it's super challenging to do that. It's super hard, bro. Super hard. Um, one of the easiest ways to do it is with the projector, obviously, but like I try not to use the projector. I'm but that's only for the outline. That's only for the outline, yeah. Yeah. So how, how many <laughs> how many canvases did it take for you to get to a face that you were satisfied with? Oh man. Or how Kobe. many faces did it take for you to get to a face you were satisfied <laughs> with? Man, that Kobe, I painted that Kobe about four different times. Man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, first time was all spray paint, his face was too big, you know. Yeah. yeah. And then I was like, no, I'm gonna use some brushwork in here. Yeah. And I was able to tie it in, but I just kept working at it until, until it made sense. But like, I painted that one like four times. Yeah. See, there's a lot of stuff that I do multiple times too. Mm-hmm. It's like, it's just doesn't come out. Right. Yeah. It's got to come out yeah. right. You know what I mean? I can't sell, sell some crap. So where does it come into the, when does it become necessary to need other artists to help? Um, in your own journey recently. Uh, recently, oh yeah, man, uh, I had a big wall, huge wall, about like a, like a 40 foot or 40 foot long, like 30 feet tall. Yeah. And, um, I, is that a two story building or yeah. just an old one story building? That's a two story building. It's a two story building. It's yeah. Probably, yeah. It's probably like a two story building. The mess was huge. Yeah. And, um, like you stand in front of it, you're like an ant. And then, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I was painting, I ended up hiring, uh, ended up, ended up offering, uh, Christiana and, uh, Paige to come and paint with me. And that was a wonderful experience. How they do. They did really well. They're, they're, they're badass. Yeah, they they're jumped in there and handled it. And what I realized with, and I was I had the pleasure of working with a couple other artists in the city, just like on fence, fence yeah, wheels yeah. and stuff like yeah. that. And what I realized is that like, once you get them going, they kind of develop their own little, their own process, process yeah. way to do things. And it's just like, it's, it's, it's a blessing watching them, you know, watching it, it is, happen. Yeah. Like, it's like, dang, that's dope. Yeah. Seeing them grow. You're like, that's dope. So, it is. And it's tight because say you have a project that lasts four days Mm. by the end of that fourth day, somebody who picked up a spray can four days ago is like 10 times better because you're able to just give them, 
years of knowledge. Yeah, like, yeah. don't do that. Do this. In like five minutes. In yeah. like five minutes. In like five minutes, yeah. So how was it prepping that wall? Well, first off, tell me how you get the wall. Oh, I got the wall, man. Um, I went and did a bid at Communitas, uh, Community CrossFit, the new gym. Okay. In Midtown. And um, they wanted a mural. And I was like, I could deliver. Yeah. And then I sent him a bid. He accepted it. He sent, they sent him a drawing. He accepted yeah. it. And then um, I started working on it. And I was like, dang, this is a big wall. I seen the <laughs> preparation for it. And I was yeah. like, that's gangster. Yeah. Like, I needed, like, a small jackhammer to kind of get the wall flat. Yeah. And, you know, that part. So after that was a lot of work and then just getting the initial sketch up there was, was a whole nother day process. Yeah. And then I just realized I needed some backup. Yeah. And that's when I just started asking people, people that I painted with before or people that asked to be a part of the, the, the fence painting murals. Or yeah. Whatever. Yeah. See, and I think, uh, that had the concrete coming out of the bricks. Yeah. Huh. Like big, huge chunks. Yeah. So back in the day when you had, when you built another building next to a building, mm -hmm. With the, the, what is it called? The cement or the masonite or whatever, the, whatever the hell, the concrete mm -hmm. that holds the bricks together. You couldn't reshave it on the other side because there's a, a building there. Mm -hmm. Well, here you are years later, the building's gone or there's something gone. And like now you have these chunks of concrete mm -hmm. in between each set of bricks. If it's 40 by 30, mm -hmm. the entire wall, every single line has concrete at it. Yeah. What was that like? Oh man, it was, it was just a fight, you know? It was, it was a fight. A, yeah. It was just a fight, man. It's been like a couple hours just. Jack, Jack hammering Jack hammering the wall yeah. That's it I mean I didn't really think of it Like how you explained it But yeah. now, now it makes sense Like yeah, yeah makes There's sense. probably a building right there There was That's why <laughs> I said that Because they can't clean it up like Nobody was expecting no. To see that side of the wall Because that's hell of years ago They built yeah, that Yeah Okay And then you set up the projector No 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 Oh go ahead Sorry. No I don't I don't do the projector I did uh, The only reason I don't do the projector Is because you gotta wait Till it's nighttime. That's what I was gonna say How'd that work in your time frame In the time frame I do the doodle grid you know what I mean? Um, what is that? The doodle grid is when you you pretty much tag up the wall, like just all kinds of shapes and whatever. Oh, with what the circles and uh, like circles, triangles? squares, yeah. ones, twos, threes, ABCs. You put yeah. it all up on the wall and then you take a photo of that wall and then you take the image that you're trying to paint on that wall and you uh, you put it over that photo in like an app or whatever. Yeah. And then uh, lower the opacity so you can see both the, the wall and the image that you're about to paint. And then you can use the you can use like the letters and the numbers up on the wall to uh, to find your proportions. You know what I mean? It's like connect the dots after that. Bro, that's crazy. I've never heard of that. And that's how I do all my paintings. I do my paintings like that. That sounds hella scientific. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's a bunch of videos, a bunch of videos on YouTube. Yeah. Uh -huh. Bro, I just get out there with my shoes and I walk it shoe to shoe. This is how many <laughs> shoes we're going to do. This is how many shoes we're going to do over there. That's walk gangster the feet, though. Yeah. yeah, walk the feet. Walk the feet, yeah. All right, so you, when did you paint that mural? What time of year? What time of year? That was recent. That was uh, last month. I just finished it the end of July. Was it hot? The beginning of July. Oh, it was blazing hot. It was hot. blazing hot. I know it was. The whole time we're out there in the heat, you know. Uh, is the sun on the wall? The sun's on the wall. You got to get as close to the wall as possible, yeah. you know, try and hide from the shade. Yeah. Yeah, we're out there six, eight hours a day, you know what I mean? Because you can't really paint at night. No, you can't. So you got to get it while you can. Be out there all day. And, and they thugged it out and we got it. We got it done. See, and I saw a lot of the detail you were doing and the buildings you're doing. And I was like. That's gangster. Mm -hmm. I would have never did that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Just because I'm lazy. Like I wouldn't have done oh, that. Man, but it looked really good. And then the finished product, it's it has a, definitely has a wow factor to it. Definitely. The whole thing. I oh, appreciate it. 
are you sealing them with something when they're done? Yeah, yeah, I have a sealant okay. that I use. There's there's a couple of different sealants that you can use, but yeah, I use a specific one. Have you ever heard of Vandal Guard before? Yeah, yeah, that's a good so, one. So so they I worked on something that was sprayed with Vandal Guard mm-hmm. and like somebody threw some paint on it and they were able to like remove the paint because the Vandal Guard was there and keep the mural underneath. And I was like, "Bro, this is crazy. This is yeah. tight." I had no idea there was a whole nother world of like finish coating like that large-scale finish coating yeah that's a thing and you could you could put on the wrong finish coat and mess up the whole thing you can so yeah it's like, you, you gotta, gotta really know what you're doing. use the right yeah use the right stuff so is that is that like the new direction you wanting to you needing more help now more people or do you just want to mess with these two people like uh man i think i definitely i definitely like the the the, uh, I definitely like these two people there. They've been rocking. Yeah. Uh, but um, honestly, I'm not sure. I'm not sure where 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 it goes from here. Yeah, you kind of gotta just play it by. You just gotta play it by, job by job. at the moment. But I, ultimately, I do want to. I do want to do more things like when I uh, when I helped out the hacker lab and I was uh, there painting with the yeah, yeah. crew. Like yeah. Whenever I paint with other artists, I like no matter how good I am, I always end up learning something. Yeah, you definitely. You do. know what I mean. Yeah. So it's, I just enjoy working with other artists early. So I, I definitely will work with other artists in the future when I get these bigger walls. Yeah, when the job can support the yeah, help. Yeah, yeah, when it can afford for it. All right, so let's let's pivot and go that way. You're painting that wall, and it's hella hot. Mm-hmm. And Bazooka Tooth and I <laughs> invite you to come paint this other little wall we 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 all thought of mm-hmm. right and that shit was in the middle of the heat <laughs> it heat. was so hot dude yeah so hot we put that thing up and like basically on the asphalt mm-hmm. at something called indigifest the first indigifest put on by three sisters garden three and sisters like garden. the response that we got from that was really dope i think all three of us saw that and was like yo this is fire yeah, when i say the response we put up a wall and just asked people passing by mm-hmm you want to try to spray paint. And they were like shocked. They thought it was a joke, but they really got a kick out of spray painting. And it was like probably everybody who was from about six to about, you know, 40 that was at that event mm-hmm. stopped and painted that wall. Oh yeah. There's plenty of people. There's a lot of people a that did it. People. How did that, like, what did you think when you saw the little kids interacting with it, other adults interacting with it? Like, would you take away from that day oh, feeling man. wise? It man, it was just awesome to be able to share something that, you know, has brought me so much joy and so much love yeah. with the with the community. And the fact that the kids were picking it up and they were starting to paint and it was starting to look like stuff. Yeah. I'm like, this dude's ready, you know? <laughs> yeah, little kids, yeah. <laughs> this dude's right. And just seeing them do it, that was that was fun. Just enjoy themselves and express themselves. See, and that led to something else too, because Humberto. Walked mm-hmm. up to us. was like, hey, man, this, this, and that. Like, what you doing here? Yeah, what you doing here? Mm-hmm. Why you painting on my block? And I'm just playing. <laughs> nah. nah he-, he invited us to something else, right? And so, mm-hmm. like, that didn't actually work out. But something better happened. Recently, mm-hmm. he's affiliated with the Washington Center. I'll let him explain his role in that when he comes on. But, like, they needed somebody recently to keep up the graffiti wall that they have on Saturdays. Mm-hmm first Saturday of every month you were able to come out help out and really go for it Mm -hmm. tell me what that day was like for you man um to be honest coming into I didn't know what to expect and um it really turned out way better than I could ever expect it because um 
this lady, she she, um, she came in and she'd asked the artist to paint something for her and he ended up not following through with it. Yeah. And then she kind of explained her story to everybody that was there. And it was so touching. We all decided to paint something relevant to that. What was the story? It was about, um, it was about her kid, you know what I mean? And, um, you know what I mean? How the, uh, how the CPS take kids or whatever. Oh, shit. They take kids and then they, they make money off of them. And they what? can give them back to the parents, like stuff like that. And, so CPS took her kids? Um, I don't want to get into Okay. No, that's totally fine. I appreciate it. I respect it. <laughs> so there's an emotional card pulled. We'll call it that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? All the other artists are on accord with it. And everybody paints something relevant to that topic. Mm-hmm. What did they paint? He painted teddy bears. Teddy bears. Teddy, teddy bears. Crying sad teddy bears. What? That's fire. It was dope. Yeah. Yeah. Mike threw up a uh, threw up a Care Bear. The other homie painted like a portrait of like a kid holding the Care Bear. Yeah. And then she did the words in the middle, like for the children. Yeah. It was dope. It was a wonderful experience, man. That's like, wild. Like, and then we had Flip a Beat over there. Yeah. On Mons the, on the ones and things. twos, yeah. you know? Yeah. And it was dope. What did those guys think when they when they just seen the whole vibe getting down? Like, what were their faces looking like? They were just like, "Oh man, you guys are they're sick. tripping, huh?" Like, yeah, you just thought of that right now. Yeah, because they came when they first came. There was nothing on the wall. Yeah, and then like thirty minutes passed. There was like teddy bears and yeah, like yeah. numbers. They're like, "Oh, that's clean." See, and that's the reason why I wanted you to share that is because that's what happens when you when you activate artists in space. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't matter where you put them. If you can put everybody on a similar path, mm-hmm. something beautiful is going to come out of it. If they're all supporting artists, like, they're all cool. Exactly. So that's fire. Damn, yeah. I didn't think of it like that. That's, yeah. that's real. I saw that, too. And it was like a spur of the moment thing. What was it? Yeah, what I call you, Wednesday? Yeah. It was like... <laughs> Wednesday? Can you do <laughs> like this on Saturday? The day, the day before <laughs> yeah. or something. Like, bro, I need you here. Yeah, a little bit of a social media push, right? <laughs> yeah. And then it, it turned out pretty fire. And like, yeah, it was fine. That was that that whole story, that lady, that I didn't even expect that. So when I seen Teddy Bear, so I was like, okay, I guess these fools are all feeling Care Bears. That's tight. <laughs> like, that's random. Yeah. And then and then also, like, later later on, like, some, some old school tires pulled in. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They were doing their thing. And uh, everybody got to paint. Some kids came in. And like their parents were there, and her, she was like, she was asking all of us, like, mm-hmm. "Oh, what can we do to help him get better? Can he get murals? Like, what's?" And we were just all there talking. She had three different muralists there, yeah, able to game him up. You know, yeah. it was dope. It was dope. See, it's good y'all was there, yeah. Because if I'd have been there, <laughs> <laughs> I'd have been like, "You want to help him get better?" <laughs> when it gets dark, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just playing. I'm just kidding. No, <laughs> no, that's tight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, and that that brings us to the next project, right? It's developing a curriculum to use graffiti to teach kids the alphabet. Mm-hmm. Teach kids the alphabet. Ooh. Yeah. So, what we're gonna do? It's probably like ninety percent about to happen. We just got clear with Mario, but I think pretty sure he said it was good already. Mario's with it. Yeah, he is with it. <laughs> so, we want to do a kids art show. Things related to children, children artists. Also, they'll have like a little class in here mm-hmm. or teach first three letters of the alphabet, A, B, C, right? On paper, show them how to build them out of blocks, then pass them off to you. Mm-hmm. You be outside on the wall, that same wall Bazooka Tooth built. There we go. And you just watch them use the paint, help them use the paint. Mm-hmm. Boom. Tiny little water based cans. So they're not smelling in like all these crazy toxic things. You know what I'm saying? Like, there we go. give them a good little section. And like, I haven't seen that done here before. 
It'd be a first. Yeah, so we're gonna be the first ones to put <laughs> that into play. Yeah, like if I like man, growing up, and if I had something like that, that's what mind, I'm saying. Yeah. I would be, yeah, bro, you have to kick me out of that. I'm that's what wall, I'm bro. saying. <laughs> See, and I think that's there's that can be implemented on a larger scale at another time, but like just right now, it's exciting to think like, yo, what could this be? What do we need? When do we need it? Where do we got to be? Mm-hmm. Like, that's it's as simple as that. Location. Yeah, and so I think we got that in the works too, but. Is there anything else that you can think of that you just want to highlight while you have the audience? Thank yous or rants or just appreciations or even just. Well, yeah, I'll start off. I appreciate the community 100% for for embracing me and letting me do do what it is that I do. And uh, let me into their backyards and paint these murals, man. It's been a blessing and a wonderful experience. And I just, I just, I look forward to sharing, sharing, sharing my gifts with the community, man. Any, any muralist that's looking to be a muralist or whatever, like any kid that wants to be a muralist, I want them to know that it's okay. Yeah, you're accessible. They can <laughs> reach okay. out to you. Yeah, like yeah. it's okay. It there is, is a that, way. Yeah, you know? and because <laughs> that's a, okay, that's the other thing, right? Growing up, you didn't, this was bad. This was bad. You like I was tagging. Spray, yeah, you didn't use spray cans. Mm-hmm. Like, but now it's crazy to see you. It's like the next thing. Like it's the next move. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like I'll always love graffiti, man. Yeah. Mad love for graffiti. Yeah. Regardless of what they say about it, I wouldn't be who I am without it. No, a lot of people wouldn't either. Mm-hmm. A lot of these muralists, like we talked about it in this episode, right? Spray cans are not easy to They're use. Not easy. So you gotta start somewhere with that shit. And then you can't really stop. You no. gotta keep going with it. Like can control takes months. That muscle memory takes months, months. to learn. Consistent months of just trying it, mm-hmm. figuring out what works for you. Well, I think that concludes our episode. I want to ask you the last question going out, though. Mm-hmm. What's your idea of a dope day? Ooh, dope day. Yeah. Dope day is when I'm painting. There you go. That's a dope day. If I'm painting, it's a dope day. Okay. Well, thank you, Arch, for coming through. Thank you, Mario, for popping in. This podcast is brought to you by We Are Sacramento on the Law. I appreciate it.